Would you like to support Radio Labyrinth? It's very simple. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Tim Andrews. For as little as $1 a month, you can help me keep money in my pocket, which means I can put gas in my shitty car, drive to the studio, and then edit the podcast. Again, patreon.com forward slash Tim Andrews. Thanks. Two Faces Radio. One of the programs which you hear daily on many of these mutual stations begins like this. You don't know half as much as you think you do. Gage? You the one playing games? I do not aim at my hand. He who aims with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. Did a chick dumb a chum? Dada Jam, Dada Check. Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. Fake's cat don't tend to wander. He's all the time crossing back and forth on that road. His luck will run out. Mr. Secretary, the missiles are flying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, your show, I love your show. I call it Deface the Nation. Science. Before you're born, your mom gives you one of her chromosomes and your dad gives you one of his. Mom always gives you an X. And if dad gives you an X2, then you become a girl. But if he gives you his Y, then you become a boy. See, there are only two possibilities. XX, a girl, or XY, a boy. It's time for Radio Labyrinth with Tim Andrews, Ira Malkin, Steph Swain, and Jeff Leboff. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Radio Labyrinth. This is our 19th episode in our second season, which means we've done almost, and I say almost, 80 episodes. No, 70 episodes. We've almost done 70 episodes. Well, 19, I'm going to add right now, 19 <laughs> plus 51 I mean, does is, it really matter? It's, it just goes oh, on 70. and on. Yeah, I, I can't yeah, add very well. It just goes on and on and on. On and on and on. I'm Tim. There's Ira. Hey. Ira's our special guest tonight. Stephanie's here. Hello. And, and what's uh, missing? Jeff Leboff. Oh. The big Lebofsky. He could have brought his mom. I don't know why they didn't come. Oh, would that would have been cool. Yeah, Jean's awesome. His mom's great. Yeah? Yeah. No doubt. She uh, she was one of my surrogate mothers up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, guidance and, and all that. Really? And dry, yeah, she, Jeff's. She tried. Jeff's mom used to take us up to the mall before Jeff got his driver's license, and we—that's how I saw movies with yeah. Jeff's family. And then uh, Jeff got his license uh, two years before me, so we went and saw pretty much every movie from 1986 on. <laughs> oh, Jeff's mom—I'm sure she was very supportive. Oh yeah, she's awesome. And that's how we ended up here doing a show about <laughs> that's movies right. and TV. Well, his dad too, um, very influential. Jeff's dad was one of those guys that knew everything about pop culture and movies and everything at the right. time. And I loved going to their houses. Uh, <clears throat> he had a room downstairs, which was his dad's office, which had every Playboy ever from beginning yeah. to whatever year it was. He was a completionist. Yeah. Probably had the one that my dad is in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was your dad the centerfold? <laughs> of course. <laughs> when was your dad in Playboy? I told you. Remember when he did that Alan Fun yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, he did the Candy so Camera movie. There was, and I have this at home now because I found it recently, but Playboy came out with, uh, they had an article about 
just Sex on Film, it was called. Oh, so they did that every year. Did they? Sex on Film, yeah. Okay, so they just showed a bunch. So that year they had that film in there. The picture and of they, her tits and then your dad's in there. They actually used the clip that my dad was in, so right. he was in it. So I think it's right. a mileage out of old uh, your dad, for well, sure. Well, for that. <laughs> old man Malcolm. <laughs> old, man. old man Malcolm. Hey, when he talks about what he's done with his life, he still comes back to yes. 1969. Well, yeah, what did you do? What have yeah. you done? What have I done? I haven't done jack shit. I haven't been in an Alan Fun film. I'm no, there. And he never will Me be. Either. No. We thought it would be funny <laughs> to dig up Alan Funt and scare Ira. <laughs> Zombie <laughs> Alan Funt. Remember when your dad was in that movie? You're on Candid Camera. So, so guys, I'm tired. I bet you've been you've been running the 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 gamut or the the gauntlet. The gauntlet, the gamut, the radio gauntlet. Saturday was a tough day. I worked all day at Mary Todd. Well, from 10 to 4, I get there at 8.30, vacuum up there from the day before, clean all the barber chairs, clean the bathroom, fold the towels, get ready for the thing to open up, get yeah. ready for the day, lay out the color on the trays. You know, not the color, I don't mix the color, but I do lay out the trays with the towels, three towels, four sips, one towel on the bottom, <laughs> two towels, and then gloves for the uh, for the hairdressers so they don't get the, the color on their hair. Wow, it's a busy day. We're sure. very busy. Um, and a lot of the, or two of the people... Two of the hairdressers were at uh, Shaky Beats. Oh, yeah. Which uh, you couldn't have paid me to go to because I'm not into EDM. No. But Shaky, about shaky knees? knees? No, Shaky no, Knees, shaky is, knees this is this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Shaky Beats. Shaky Beats was, was last, last weekend. weekend. Oh, good. Shaky Beats. Shaky Daggy. Speaking of Shaky Daggy. <laughs> and then that night, I did a radio show. Um, it was They call it the laboratory when they take people here at WSB who have never done a show. And they stick them in, and they uh, they let them they let them uh, workshop it. So Shanny B, Shane Backler from uh, Shanny B, yes, from the uh, Herman Cain show. He's Herman's producer. He and I got together. We decided we were going to try to do something Gen X centered, and uh, you know we we'd spend a week laying out the outlines and uh, and coming up with topics and stuff. But that night we we met up about an hour before the show started, laid yeah. it all out. I cut up a bunch of music. Uh, rejoin hooks. That's radio speak for you know radio from yeah. music clips that, that go in and out of the right. out of the commercial breaks, and uh, we kind of synced them up with all the segments, so it, it worked pretty well. I had a lot of fun. Did you guys have a chance I, to listen I to my sure awesome did. radio? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I listened. I did too. I listened to it. Um, for about an hour, plus I was in the uh, drive-thru at Steak and Shake for about an hour trying oh, to get shit. this Kit Kat milkshake around about 10 o'clock. How do they make it? Kit okay, Kat? more on that later. Yeah, mm. it was, oh, I don't know how they make it, but it's made by angels, apparently, because it was <laughs> heavenly. And um, so, but yeah, for the entire hour that I waited in the drive-thru, I listened to the show the whole time. Oh, nice. Wow. So it was, it was real, I thought it was really good. Thank and I you. loved the whole, and I loved all the call-ins. It's so old school yeah. to me. And It I, is. And in, in a lot of times when it, with those call-ins, now we don't do calls on the Von Hessler Doctrine, and there's a specific, specific reason for that. It's a short show. It's a short show, for one. And two, um, Eric's so good at, at laying out his point of view that you don't need callers, uh-uh. and I think they'd be distracting. It would be. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday if the show expands. Sure. But, you know, in this Definitely case. Definitely don't need it. In our case, I want calls. I would like, my eventual goal in radio is to do my own late night show. And yeah. those are the callers I want. Laid back. Sure. Airy, spacey, not get to the point. Maybe if you're a little loopy or you're drunk, 
But we we actually my favorite caller Saturday night was this guy who had worked with Waylon Jennings. I don't know if you guys heard that. I did. Uh, I think I heard some of that too. That's, yeah, that was a great call. And he had said up front, real quick, buried in the lead, you know. And I used to work with him. And then he kind of told the story, and I said, "Well, did you work with him?" And he goes, "I said, were you friends with him?" Because I wasn't friends. I worked with him. So you know, I'm very proud of myself, patting myself on the back. Hell but, yeah! But it was fun, and hopefully we'll we'll get to a point where if somebody is out, then Shane and I can uh, fill in. Sweet. So, uh, can't do that's that on that's what I was going to ask you. So, and you I mean, can't curse. Let's let's be clean tonight. Yeah, to, to help your practice. I don't need to do that. I got a system. Fuck it. Yeah, I feel like he needs to. He's got to blow out the. I, I'm going to blow be clean it out tonight. sometimes. Right? I just want to prove it to you guys that I can do it. All right? oh, whatever. Fuck I had, you, Ira. I had it. I'm, I'm going to sit here silent. <laughs> fucking Ira. Retort. Fucking Ira. I had a terrible day today. A very terrible day today. That bad? Yeah, it was. It was in the in the. If you're keeping track of a bad day that you've had, this would be in my top 150. Aww. Wow! Because they're doing some shit in our soon-to-be ex condominium co- condominium complex. They're digging up gas lines and replacing the gas lines, and so they got this machine out front. This truck is all day, and I just wanted to take a one-hour nap. Couldn't do it. Caitlin slept right through it. I don't know how the hell she did it, but. So it just incensed me, and I just got all ragey, and uh, that caused a ragey headache that I'm trying to fight off now. Oh, you do look like you have a little sleepy eyes. I'm very sleepy. Didn't get much sleep last night. What's your go-to? Excedrin, Advil, Tylenol? What Advil. Advil. I'm an Advil guy. You like, like an Advil? Four Advil. Advils taste good. I like those. They do. If you yeah. get, oh, they have that sweetness. <laughs> they really do. That sweetness yeah. on the top. It's the, that's what kills your liver. Yeah. No, Advil isn't bad for your liver. Oh, the it's adults- acetaminophen that's bad for you. Oh, exactly. Okay. The Excedrin that I take. I thought any, like, at some point they all kill your liver. Yes. You, no, well, take, yeah. In moderation, you, though, you know, take it easy. You can take four. Oh, jeez. That's 800 milligrams. Well, they have those pills that a doctor will give you a prescription for, the the giant 800 milligram horse pill <laughs> ibuprofen pill. <laughs> the suppository. Which are great for hangovers. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I used to- Used to get that for pain or whatever. You I just don't... take four two hundreds. That's what I do. Yeah, I mean that's what I do. I get the gels, yeah, the jelly yeah, yeah. ones. So, anyway, enough of my bullshit. So, so you're not feeling uh, tip top, huh? No, I, I, no, I'm tired. I'm very tired. I, I'm ready to to take a nap or go to bed because tomorrow I don't normally work on Tuesdays at both jobs, but tomorrow I am because yeah. one of the other assistants at the shop is in England. So. Yeah. Speaking of the shop, didn't you go walk in with uh, one of our number one radios, Lisa? I certainly did, yes. We went to... Uh, you had a little Stone Mountain date? We did. You know, she is <laughs> so lucky. I can hear the background music now. She lives right by Stone... People, let me tell you about my best friend. She lives right by Stone Mountain, so... Yeah, they do. They even walk there. Yeah, so she gets, like, the residential entrance. She doesn't have to pay to get in this shit, so we just walk three blocks. The back door. Yeah, and then, like, they have... I didn't even know there was like this little nature trail in there. So we like went through. Is it a, a nature trail to hell? No, it's like super fun. Okay. And there's like little tree roots and shit. And, um, you know, you're scaling over creeks and cracks and all. My dog was loving it. His fat ass. He was like, that. this is real. This Weather is was so legit. nice. It was. It was so oh beautiful. God. It was really nice. Yeah. It was, a, it was a great little. It was well because, you know, I told you about the, the milkshake Saturday night. So I really mm-hmm. needed that. You know. Did it bring all the boys to the yard? No, no. <laughs> Did it bring your butt to the toilet? <laughs> no, no, not even that. It was even. the Kit Kat milkshake, I, I recall you saying. It was Kit Kat milkshake. That was Saturday night. Friday night, um, I, I finally had that Marco's Pizza place, which- uh, it, You never know, had that before? No, 
it's 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 decent. I like the crust. Yeah, it's it's they put cornmeal on the crust. Have you had it? I've had uh, Marcos. Yeah, it's been a while though. But the Cinesquare thing. Yeah, I've had that too. What the fuck? No, that shit is so good. I know. Language. Oh my god. She's allowed to swear. Ira. I'm not fooling with you, Ira. Fucking I'm, I'm noticing it more now, though, that I'm I, trying not to. But that stuff. But so yeah, I I needed this. Yeah, I, I needed this hike with Lisa. But yes, right, we, had, we had a delightful time. Good. Good old good old time. Did you talk about TV shows? Of course we did. We yeah. leftovered it. We Fargoed it. We <laughs> went. We went around the horn. Lisa is like she is a TV nerd. So like she. She will pick shit apart to the nth degree. I know. So I, I, know. I, I do. I really enjoy that about her. Hey, those are our radios, man. Absolutely. She'll also tell you that uh, if you're not watching something, why you should be watching it. Oh, absolutely. It's very passionate. She is, and she's right usually. So hmm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I would have. Um, I would really fall in love with her dad too, because her dad sounds super cool. And I've never met him. But he's a you know, he seems to like a lot of the same shows that we like mm-hmm. and. So how far am I going to be from you guys when I move to Tucker? I don't. I oh, don't is that really where you? Is know. that where you? No, I'm not really sure. We're moving to Tucker, Georgia. It's a nice area. It is good schools. Apparently, I can not walk to the Starbucks. To. That's all I care about. Tucker's closer to Atlanta than Stone Mountain. It is, yeah. But you know what I noticed when I, I came home off? Of, I went 78. I went over there the other day, and it isn't very far to get to 78. So I think I could probably get over to Stone Mountain quickly. Sure. Well, you could you could like grab KP and hustle up the mutts and meet us at Stone Mountain. Yeah, yeah. You could all trek the nature trail. <laughs> I'm on the opposite. I'm like in Mars <laughs> compared to where you are. I'm on the yeah, west side. Yeah, Mr. West Side. Oh, hey, there's Steve Martin. Oh yeah. Well, I'm pausing. That. <laughs> oh. Oops. You know how they do ads. I hate that. I don't like ads either. I don't the good like thing it. is, this I noticed tonight though, for my first time, my first trek out here in weeks, that they took the green cover off of the I eighty five thing. Yeah, is it about ready? Cover is off. I mean, you can see the porta potties. I was thinking to myself, what would it be like to take a dump on the side of I eighty five in the middle? Probably of a lot of fun. That's what you were thinking about? I was. I mean, could you imagine That's being in there and you. the things just rattling and shaking, and you're just in there letting go of. Whatever Taco Bell you had the night before. I mean. (laughs) By the way, you were right. I was listening to last podcast on the left. Finally getting caught up on the Eileen Warnos. Isn't that great? Great episode. So good. Yeah, they got the Nirvana one. They just dropped it like 30 minutes before I got here. Uh, I can't wait to listen to part one. I'm so behind them. I'm behind on everything. What are we listening to now? This is supposed to be Nature Trail to Hell. It just takes forever. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to fade it out there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Nature <laughs> Trail to Hell. <laughs> I didn't like it. Well, can't play too much of it. So let's 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 pivot to what we're supposed to talk about. I don't want anybody. What do you tweeting mean supposed? Us. It's a lab- labyrinth, man. I know, but people are <laughs> tweeting. You said you were going to talk <laughs> about le. What show are we supposed to talk about? Legend, Legion, Legion, not Legion. Legend. You're we're supposed get, to talk about you're Legion. Gonna, you're going to have Rockdale Tiger. He's going. Yeah, he's getting pissed. <laughs> Is he? Oh, he piped in Saturday night. Oh, you guys are taking too many phone calls, but otherwise, it's good. Thank you. <laughs> Rockdale Tiger. I, I love, love that guy. I do too. <laughs> he's got opinions. He does. Share them, Rockdale the Tiger. Teacher. But he's a teacher? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He's he's imparting wisdom to the young. I think he said he liked King Cake too, which was kind of cool. I'm sure he does. King Oh yeah, well who doesn't? Yeah, you got to like people the King without cake. kids. <laughs> he's got good taste. He's got good taste. I don't have kids and I like it. All right. So, you can't do that. So, all right, let's get going here. Uh first things first, Dark Tower trailer. Anybody see it? Yes. You, you guys think? saw it. I well, I know before you even start shaming me, I've never I've never read the books. Okay. So just as a person watching a trailer of a movie, I thought it looked kick ass. Right. 
I right. love I love Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. I worship him. I think he's a girl. And because you're a female. But no, and because he's a badass actor. Stringer Bell, that. baby. Stringer, Stringer Bell. Bell. Stringer. Uh, hell yeah, Stringer Bell. You know, he said he never watched an episode of The Wire. I believe oh, that. I could see him being that. I hate that when actors do that. Way. Yeah, he goes, I just did a job, you know. I hate that. Come I could see him being that way. Yeah. I didn't care. I didn't, I didn't <clears> say I want to hang out with him, but I like watching anything he's in. So yeah. I thought it looked great. Okay. I thought it. Uh, I read it. You haven't seen it. Right? No, I didn't. All right. But I, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I thought it looked too Hollywood. And I'll tell you why. Because it's got. If you are familiar, and I mean very familiar with the books, the Dark Tower series, which is, I think, seven or eight books. I can't think right now because I'm tired and I don't oh feel God. like looking it up. <laughs> but the first asleep, one is folks. called The Gunslinger. And The Gunslinger is simply a movie about, or simply a book about Roland Deschain, who is, it starts off with him in a bar and he's looking for the man in black. And the man in black, blah, 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 he chased him across the desert. On his way to, while he's following the man in black, he stops at a way station, which is some place where you can feed your horses and whatnot. And he meets Jake Chambers, who ends up being the kid that, that, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what happens to him in case you never read it, but uh, he leaves the story for a little while. And then he comes back later in uh, another book. There's, uh, right after that one is The Drawing of the Three, where after Roland talks to the man in black, doesn't kill him, after he talks to him, uh, he sleeps for a very long time, and then he wakes up on a beach, and lobsters chew his hand off. Oh. Uh, lobstrosities, they're called. Da-da-chum, da-da-chick, da-da-chum, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And uh, so... Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not really... I know. But the drawing of the three is is Roland uh, Deschain uh, of Gilead, the gunslinger, drawing other people into his world that he needs in order to reach the Dark Tower. So the whole movie, or the whole movie, the whole uh, series of books is Roland trying to get to the Dark Tower. And why? Why? Yes. Because he doesn't want it to fall. People are trying to knock it down and destroy the universe. It's basically good versus evil, and the evil are trying to destroy the tower. Now, the tower is, in actuality, the center of Stephen King's... Um, fiction universe so it it basically is a tower on which every world is held and it spins and spins and spins or whatever it does and and there are beams coming out of it and and this is like the center of the stephen king solar system is exactly this is why a lot of the characters in his novels will uh will drift in and out of the dark tower series and vice versa so I've invested an awful lot of time I've listened to the audio I've read all the books and then I listened to all the audio books because the first batch of them are all done by a guy named Frank Muller, who is since deceased. He got in an automobile or a motorcycle accident, which is why Stephen King created a fund for um, audiobook readers and voiceover people who don't have good health care. He might have mm. lived had he had good health care, but th- I don't know about that altogether. How long ago did he do that? Uh, years ago. I, mean, oh, yeah. I don't remember when Frank died. 2003 in that era. I right. mean, I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Huh. So uh, Frank Muller, great narrator, great storyteller. On par with uh, the guy from FX, the guy, the guy that will something or other. He, you know, he he narrates a lot of books now, and Will Patton, and uh, for, but Frank Muller by far the best at narrating audiobooks, in my opinion. So, I've listened to these books, and I'm I know the universe, I know all the catchphrases, and to see this on screen, even when it was announced, I thought, oh, I don't know how they're going to make a movie out of this. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's not Game of Thrones, although they could have gone the Game of Thrones route and done it on HBO, Stars, or any of those networks and done a, done a drawn-out 
expansive thing and just told the story because a lot of people don't know the story. What the movie is is uh, a sequel to the books. Because in, in order to know that, you have to have read the books. But it's a sequel to the original story that Stephen King crafted over, I don't know, however many years. I'm not looking forward to it. And I know this is stupid, and I'm putting a lot of... Because well, uh, you think they're just going to cut it, you know, to fit it into a two-hour film. Well, there's going to be sequels, and Ron Howard has said that, that he's still working on a series that will accompany the movie. But to see uh, Idris Elba as Roland Deschain loading his guns, you know, they, they show it in the, tra- in the trailer, you know, he's, he's got all the... Um, the revolvers, speed loaders, basically, on a belt, and he's... And then they do show him rapidly loading it by hand. But gunslingers don't use those. So that's one thing that bothered me. Is it too stylized for you? It is. It's slick. I mean, McConaughey looks good. Idris Elba looks great. I don't know the name of the kid playing Jake, but, you know, he looks like Jake. Uh, But, uh, oh, by the way, if you're looking at the, um, the trailer, there's... You remember there's a psychiatrist that's talking to the kid in the trailer? Yeah. Did you notice the framed photo that's behind him? No. Overlook Hotel. Oh, yeah. nice little. So there's there's my thoughts on that. I'm, and, you know, I'm just kind of teasing. I'm going to tease ahead here because Adio Labyrinth today, we are going to be talking about the great Stephen King and not so great Stephen King movies from the 1980s. <laughs> and we're going to argue about some of those. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're going to argue, argue, argue. So me, I don't think I'm into it and I probably won't go see it in the theater. Also, it's coming out in August, so that should speak volumes. No, I'm not probably not going to go see it in the theater. Right. But I do want to see it. Wow, what do they say about an August release? Usually August movies are terrible. Like Is a movie it, that yeah. comes out in, in you know, March. Yeah, End we'll of summer. summer yeah. yeah. Throw it out there. I'm the man in black and I'm being chased by Roland Dutain. That's <laughs> why I get in my Lincoln. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Not one Lincoln in the whole trailer. No, I drive a Lincoln. <laughs> when I try to run Jake over, I drive a Lincoln. <laughs> and watch the leather, man. <laughs> Have you seen that new Lincoln commercial where for some reason he just laughs maniacally and staring off into the distance. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I saw the one where he dove into the pool or something. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. So, a uh, new show on stars that I am loving and digging is called American Gods. You guys watching that? Well, I don't have stars. And then you didn't have stars, so how did you watch it? I ordered stars. Oh, I ordered stars because I figured I might as well do it because one... When you order stars, you get Showtime, mm-hmm. and I really want to watch this um, I'm Dying Up Here series that's going to be coming on next month, that Jim Carrey um, series about stand the stand-up yeah. oh. it, it's, that's set in the 70s, and it's about the... Uh, it's got stars Melissa Leo as a comedy club owner in the seventies, and it shows I saw a preview your, for that. That looks good. It looks very good. So are they going to are they going to be real comics? The history of real comics, or is it just going to be sort of like basic? these are all characters? These are all actors. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they're. I'm, I'm sure if, they're going to be modeled on like some... real stories from that time or right. whatever. But it's not like some zany whatever. It shows you like all the brutal, gritty shit that they yeah. awesome. went through, especially in the seventies. But anyway, so I ordered stars. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, it's thirteen bucks a month. I mean, might as well throw on the pile of Spotify and Netflix and all the other garbage <laughs> shit that yeah. I'm watching to pile avoid Armageddon, thinking right. about it, what have you. Not far away. Um, but I, I hate the, I hate the guy. Who? The what's his face? The lead guy. You don't like him? Can't stand. Oh, him. I dig him. Who is? Who Can't is it? Stand him. Well, his name is um something Moon. Moon Blood or Moon. Reverend Moon. Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. Oh. Hate yeah. him. Shadow Moon. Why yeah. don't you like him? I don't. I don't. I personally don't think he's a good actor. All right, wait till the, you see the second episode. 
I I watched some of it, and eh, I mean, it's like I feel like Ian McShane. They he's playing against a cardboard cutout. That's what I feel like they didn't mm. give him. I hate when that happens. Yeah, to me anyway. I just and and then the whole. Oh my God! Why did they make us watch that Murray brother have sex like that? that Joel Murray. I didn't need to see that. Ever. There's a scene in the first. Yeah. So oh. Basically, the, the show is about gods, and you can go find out who each of them represent. I can tell you, Mr. Wednesday is Odin. Okay. So Mr. Wednesday is the character that Ian McShane is playing. He's Odin. Oh, okay. And uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Raoul? Um, wow! Oh, come on, uh, Ray Donovan's brother, his real brother. Oh, Pablo. Okay. Pablo Schreiber plays the leprechaun. But uh, if you watch that first episode where the uh, the Vikings come and immediately they get shot with arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they bring their god. So it's the Viking god, which ends up being, you know, like a leprechaun. And he shows up, I've got gold. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Porn stash is Liev Schreiber's brother? You didn't know that? I did not know that. Yeah, Pablo Schreiber. Holy Wait, this shit. This has leprechauns? All right, Holy I'm out. Holy shit. Now, you got to see He's the it. biggest, baddest leprechaun you've ever seen. He That's says he's a leprechaun, sure, but, but he's, a, he's a, a god. And <laughs> Odin, uh, you know, who is Thor's father, uh, that's Mr. Wednesday, uh, yeah. and that is played by Ian McShane. And then you have Orlando Jones. Oh, my God. Which we don't see him till the second episode, you right? Don't, you see him at the beginning of the uh, second episode, and it takes place on a slave ship. So it's in the late 1600s. It's a Dutch slave ship, and in the in the galley, the galley or whatever you call it, the, whatever the hold, it's a bunch of slaves. And one of the slaves is praying to God in his own language, saying, "I don't know where are we going. Blah blah blah. Save me. I can't give you gifts." And then Orlando Jones, you see a, a big spider crawling, and then it's Orlando Jones, and he goes, "You motherfuckers are fucked." He goes, <laughs> for the next hundred years, you're fucked. He goes, for a hundred years after that, you're fucked. Even after you get your freedom, you're fucked. Wow. And uh, <laughs> Okay, goes, I missed all that. He goes, what's stopping you from you know, picking up, you know, setting fire and throwing all these white motherfuckers, these Dutch motherfuckers into the ocean? He goes, but we will die. And he goes, better to die of something than to die for right. nothing. And it was just super powerful. So I, I love the acting on this show. I get what you're talking about. He's the least interesting character. He feels like a fox, like he'd be on a fox Eight o'clock show on a Tuesday night. He's good looking. There's been a lot yeah, of shows that but have, then, that yeah, have suffered like from that. He's yeah. all flash yeah. and no substance. I give that second episode a chance. All right, I'll especially watch when you the get second. to Peter Stomari, who plays uh, a Slavic god, and uh, he's Cloris Leachman's brother. So oh, she's yeah? in it. Yeah, everybody's brothers in it. And <laughs> so it, it's it's the show. I mean, it's a Neil Gaiman book. So if you know that, but everybody represents a god from history. And uh, what's the other one? God. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Crispin Glover's in it. That's in the second one, right? Uh, he's, he didn't show up in that one. So maybe the third. Okay. Um, now, Biff. <laughs> <laughs> Take your damn. <laughs> Do that again. That was good. That's the character he's playing. But it's, and, and then there's a, a kid who's a god. I thought that was cool. The, the techno god or whatever. The kid who... You know, is a computer-based god. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the god of media shows up in the second episode. That's pl- and, and played by um, uh, uh, Gillian Anderson. Oh, okay. And she's dressed up as Lucille Ball. If if god if uh, Jeff was here, he'd tell you it's Gillian. Yeah, okay, Gillian, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and the best line is, "You want to see Lucy's tits?" Oh wow! So just keep watching it if you're not into All it. All right, I'll I'll try. Does the Jewish god show up with coffee and cake? <laughs> Who's hungry? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Did you take the four hundred one? 
How did we get here? <laughs> did you? Why make the show? On the turnpike. Everybody go back to yes. bed. Oh, come I on. I took the wrong exit, and then I, I was here in episode six. I was supposed to be here in three, but I was late. <laughs> and I apologize for that. Speaking of, uh, speaking of gods and stuff like that, are you guys watching, are you both watching Fargo? Yes. yes. Well, right. I'm not caught up though, but I, I think I'm one behind. Okay. But are you I ca- like it. Yeah, it's good. I'm caught up. Yeah. Yes. I love what? that Elizabeth, uh, what's her name? Mary Elizabeth. Winstead. Mar- Win- God, I love her. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, yeah. she's very Did you Since, like the tampon uh, episode? I didn't see that. Uh, I heard about it though. Yeah, I did like that episode. Yeah, my God. But, uh, yeah, since uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. You remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. But you've still never seen the the prequel to The Thing yet, have you? The Thing and The Thing? The, you know, the the Thing, the yeah. Kurt Russell, the right. prequel that she was in, she stars in it. No. She's the heroine in that. No. I told I, you guys, it's so fucking badass. I don't, know, in, I don't know uh, why people have slept on The Thing. It's so fucking badass. And, right. it, and it leads right into The Thing with Kurt Russell. So they don't have cell phones Seamless. and shit? No. Okay. It's set in the 70s. All right. She she's amazing. She's fantastic. 30% and naked so, in it? No. She, there's oh, no nudity. But shit. just picture, think of the thing, which we all love, mm-hmm. a great movie, and then imagine the special effects being incredible. Right. So that's it. Okay. And that's how good it well, is. Well, she anyway. was in the, the newer Cloverfield. Yes. That exactly. was good. She's, she's Don't go out there. <laughs> Do not open that door. <laughs> Roseanne. <laughs> My voice is. You're out of your I, element. I knew you were getting there. You're out of your element, zombie, <laughs> or alien, or whatever you are. Open up that door. You're out your element. Hot. Uh, Rob McElhaney and Ray Wise were in this week. Oh the most God, recent. No, fucking Mac! He was yeah. such a piece of shit. I know he was, but he was Mac. He was Mac it's with like, a mustache. God, it was so great. So are we gonna fuck or not? <laughs> or yeah. What did he Am say? I getting laid tonight or what? Or and not? she says, "Oh, what?" Uh, <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> I'm going to go drop some kids off at the pool. And she was like, what? Uh-huh. I'm calling this the, the spring of uh, and summer of Mary Coon, uh, of Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon, she yeah. is but, leftovers. But, and, oh, God, and the leftovers. But she, what, what is in the box? What is the thing with the hand when you flick the switch and the hand comes out and then just shuts it back? That's something she found in what the hotel room. What is that room. thing? What's in the box? What's in the box? What the hell if is If you watch that? that second, if you watch that episode, you see at the end they reveal what it is. It's turning off the alien. It's an analogy for turning off that little robot that went through the entire history of the world. It's the story written by her stepfather. I mean, this show has so many layers. Wait, you're talking about Fargo or Leftovers? We're talking about Fargo. Oh, okay. There's so (laughs) many layers to this show that I'm finding it difficult to keep up. So she put the box in the, I mean, it was in the back rear view window of the car as she was driving away. So she kept the box. She kept the box, She brought it with her. There's a box in this thing that she finds in the hotel of this place. She goes out to LA. And the only, its only function is the hand comes out and then it flips and then the hand goes back in. And it's so weird. It's such a David David Lynch thing. It's Lynchian, yes. Yeah. um, and when she's out in L.A., I mean, it, it's it's fantastic, the stuff that she's going through, you know? And then the woman who played the, uh, God, the woman who played the waitress who used to be the 70s actress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's um, Flor- Clint Eastwood's daughter, Francesca Eastwood. Yeah, and that's her real mother, because Clint Eastwood used to bang that lady. Oh, Oh, the chicken? That's Frances Fisher. Yeah, yeah, he used to bang her. She was in uh, The Unforgiven. She played one of the whores. Yeah, in the Titanic, she was a bitch that wouldn't let you on the yeah, fucking boat. Yep. Oh, right. Um, so if you guys haven't checked out any season of Fargo, check out this season. I like the beginning of last season better. This It's a good It's good this season. I enjoy it. But I really like last season because you had Gene Smart um, really being the, 
and Ted Danson. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was such a great season. I know. And, um, I was worried with this season because the first one was a little slow. It was. You know, and I was like, ah, shit. Oh, oh free, lost well, and the, You and the, McGregor. Well, and then last season yeah. you had um, you had the um, the freaking Shotgun Brothers and the- Yeah. It, yes. it was like, you know, yes. you had those guys. The 70s and, vibe. Yeah, and, I mean, and it the was- music. Yeah. The slutty daughter who is now yeah. on Legion. Yeah. Is yeah. she? She yeah. was great on there, but yeah, it, I. What's amazing about the show is you can take everybody out of it, and then what? We had a whole new cast of characters this week, except for Carrie Coon, and it was just yeah. as, you know, interesting and kept you completely involved in it. So now that my, the, you know, the thing that I always say, do you need to watch any of the others? You don't need to, three. no. I know, but there's to. no references whatsoever. There are, but they're very subtle. Well, okay. I mean, and well, and they do reference like the movie. They the, reference the movie, like in this one, oh, last yeah, one. Um, they reference like they did, like um, of course Arby's. Yes, they bring up Arby's in like every episode. Yeah. You want to go to Arby's? Back to the movie. Yep. Um, Swinging Dick from No Country for Old Men. Uh, Dingus from Hudsucker Proxy. So they do like they bring up little things the, like, from the, the lawyer movie. from Fargo who got killed. Uh, yeah, that was the episode before last. Yes. Stan Grossman. Stan Grossman, yeah. Yeah, so they, they'll they bring up little things from the movie, but never... Stan Grossman each, says it's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that you you don't even need to see the movie, but I would say see the movie. Don't worry about yeah. having to see every season. Season, But yeah. see the movie just to get the vein of it. There's Tanya, Lebowski I, I references, I couldn't watch too. season three without watching season two. You couldn't? Of Fargo? I, I just... I haven't it, seen season one yet. It seemed wrong to me. Oh, season one is incredible. When it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. Billy yeah. Bob. I know. I told you, I got that 30-day free trial of Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu? Yeah, no, just get the 30-day free. Yeah, all right. He's so, he's so good as Mal. Uh, he is Malvo. fucking fantastic. All right, all right, all right, I'll watch it. I'll yeah. I just yeah. hooked It's John. one of his best performances ever. I hooked uh, John Mark on both seasons. I was like, you gotta watch it. He's like, all right, all right, so I'll you watch can't it. stop watching Billy Bob. He watched both seasons in like two days. In two days? God, I'm I'd love to have that kind of freedom. That first, yeah, well, anyway. I would love to have that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can't do that with three dogs. Uh, yeah, you can. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Speaking of Carrie Coon, <laughs> Carrie Coon, she is so great. I have liked her since the first season of The Leftovers, and then I saw her in Gone Girl. Gone I thought Girl, she was amazing yeah. in that. She was. Who was she in Gone Girl? The ben sister. Affleck's sister. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Definitely. A good actress. She is. She's great in that. Her husband used to be on Homeland. Her real Who's husband he? in real life. It's the uh, the senator who became the head of the CIA and and wanted to fire everybody, but ended up working with him. He tall guy with white hair and glasses. Oh, I didn't watch him. I don't know his name. Uh, the leftovers. Carrie Coon. I finished season two. Okay, so I'm done with that. Now I'm now I'm <clears throat> now I'm more whatever. I got it now. Last night's episode. This week, the most recent one, episode three, confused the shit out of me. Episode two with Scott Glenn. The whole show about him in, in Australia. He's an amazing fucking actor, and he better get an Emmy nomination. He for absolutely, that. you know. And then a lot of people, I heard that a lot of leftovers, like true hardcore fans, were so pissed about that episode. Why? Because you... they felt like it was such a waste of their time. Listen, listen, I'm one of those people. You are. Uh, I, I I agree with you that his performance was phenomenal, and he's a ridiculously great actor. I didn't think it. I think it should have been there, but I was just kind of bored. I, I was I'm not sorry. I, was, I watched. I, I was riveted. Yeah, I was bored too. last night. <laughs> Because I didn't know what was was going on. I thought last night's was great. Explain to me why they went to Australia. She went to Australia with the money hidden, so... Because she wanted to try that machine. Yeah. Yeah. 
She wanted to try the machine. Or or find out if it was bullshit. All right. But really. She, re- she was going to go through. Yeah, she was. She the got in the box time. and everything. But why didn't she go through? Because she answered that question, answered that question fucked wrong. up. Remember last week when that guy tried killed himself? Mm-hmm. Whenever he said that he answered he, the question wrong? He set, yeah. him on, set himself on fire. Yeah, he set himself on fire because right. he said that he couldn't kill a baby. Uh, in order to cure cancer. Right. right. And she just very flippantly said, man, what's one more kid? Yeah. And it was the way that she answered it. They were like, no. Oh, yeah. man. And it was the way that he answered it. He, you She know, said, I have the money. And they're like, we don't care about your money. Yeah, she exactly. Just, okay. I That's mean, it. like, what did she care? Because, like, she she wasn't going to miss her bus for that baby. She so ran she, in and was like, here, here's your fucking baby. And right. She ran and caught the bus. Right. So there's no way in hell she was going to do it. So and I think she's right. That was a test from them. Yeah. Had and, to be. Yeah. And then it's like the two of them... The, this whole that whole last episode was like them saying goodbye to each other, right? Because they're splitting up, right. absolutely. You know, like well, she they teased left, that when she they showed her the as line. an old lady. She was like, "Fuck right. you!" She went ahead and just right. was like, "Screw right. you!" And then it was like she banged him in the bathroom as like a oh, they had dirty right. hate sex. So hate that was, sex. Yeah, that was kind of like, like that a scene. yeah. She has nice. Watched it a few times. She put her I mean, face on the counter, which I was like, ew. And I was thinking about that too. I mean, it was like it was hot until then. Then I was like, no. Then then I was like, ew, no. Well, she's going to be on, she's on Fargo, so she had to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. got to get out of here and get the Fargo. <laughs> yeah, but I um, but I don't understand what you thought was confused. Well, and then uh, well, I'm just confused because I didn't know who that girl was he was seeing because right. I haven't watched season two yet. I love that though. He was so like, oh yeah, thought it was, it was Evie, right? And- yeah, because you have to see season two because that's and the woman who killed the the Australian woman that killed the sheriff or or killed the guy yeah. named Kevin, the police chief, and then he, at the end of last week's, you just. Wrote, found the wrong, wrong Kevin. Kevin. Right. So she thinks that, I mean, whatever. That episode moved too slow. Are you, you guys are no. wrong. You guys are both Ira, wrong. you're insane. I do not agree. I feel like we are coming at it from <laughs> people that haven't watched it really hardcore from the beginning, and you're coming at it from a different perspective. As like I was hardcore the whole time. But I'm saying we haven't been. Oh. Me and Tim have just right. kind of dipped back into it. So I think that's why we have different perspectives. I don't think it was horrible. Like I, So he didn't really see that girl. He thought he saw that girl. Right, he's right. cracking up because in season two, which you don't know this, he sees that bitch Patty like through the whole freaking thing. Right, and she's dead. Yes, yeah. yes, but and and so he is projecting again because he feels like he's losing Carrie Coon. He sees her slipping away, mm-hmm. so you, that's why his mind's cra- cracking. Okay, up on answer him again. this question: Where was the explosion? We didn't see. We don't it. know yet. I know. We don't We're know yet. Find out. Okay. We're gonna find out, and that I Some thought that was J. cool J. too. Abrams I was like, Ooh, right something there. big yeah. happened. And then, but see, then there's the tie-in. Now here's him, and here's his dad, and now they're both together in Australia. All right, and she's sitting in a hotel room smoking, getting rained on by sprinklers. Yeah, and then now here comes Matt, is coming next week, because Matt's trying to get Kevin Jr. back to Miracle, because according to Matt, he's got to be in Miracle right. on, the that, flood on that day. No. Exactly. All right. All right. <clears throat> oh, and those those people that were with the girls were building the ark or building a boat. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the ark, but, but it was a boat. They were doing something. Yeah, they were building was, an ark. Yeah, yeah, but it was it wasn't that big. Well, I think big it was, enough for I, them. For them, that's and when they were building the ark. Not th- that's what I'm saying. So they got their whole end of the something going right. on too. Oh, the right. show is fascinating, and it's yeah. very it is very Lynchian. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, that you were talking lynching about Fargo, though. But uh, either way, it all is. All right, so there's a couple shows you guys are watching that I'm not. Feel free to discuss them. <clears throat> Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Better Call... Come Any- on, everybody's watching this, man. Everybody but me. Anybody who is a fan of it pr- probably jizzed their pants last week when they saw Fring and they and saw Gus Salamanca and-, yep. and then they were back at the... I mean, they were having the flashbacks. I mean, you know Breaking Bad. Of course, yes. I love Breaking Bad. It was a complete Bad. reunion. But you, you remember, ding, Yeah, that guy. Ding. 
It, show, it shows you That's where the bad. Story. Yeah, it shows you oh. where the bad blood started between him and, and Fring, mm-hmm. and you get to see all of it, you know, come to whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, God, you love this, okay. Tim? I swear to God. All right, all <laughs> right. Just, all you just right. sit there. You're watching. You're just like ah, I'm waiting for Walter and Jesse to walk back in at any minute. Well, hey, I'm happy with. Uh... But, Odenkirk and yeah, it's 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 really good. And Michael McKeon, yeah, he's incredible. And then when you when see, I love that girl. Who's that girl? That you know, what's her name? Oh, uh, Rhea Rhea Seahorn, the one that plays the the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's love interest. Yeah, she's so great. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's incredible. Yeah. yeah. She's great. And then Mike, you get so much Mike in I the I love trial. Mike. He's yeah. my favorite so character. So much Mike. It's all saying. Mike. You've got to get back in. All right. All Lots right. of make Mike. Make time. you got to make time. Stop Mucho sleeping. Mike. Completely. Okay. All right. Quit one of your 12 jobs. I only have two. <laughs> and Silicon Valley's back on, but I'm on one behind. Are you watching? Yes, I watched it last. <clears throat> I watched it this morning before I went to work. and um, so it, it's, th- it's three episodes? Hilarious. Now? All right, who's watching The White Princess? What is that? It's a new sh- Who's the princess? It depends. My wife loves period shows. <laughs> Not shows about, about sh- women having their periods. Oh. Uh, no. Okay. She likes watching these period dramas, these princesses and queens and Elizabeth and all of them and Blah blah blah, but so they're on all the time. I don't watch them. Does she like the royalty? She and does. Like you yeah. know, my, my I'm not saying it's dumb anyway. I'm because I, I watched a couple of them. Victoria was great, excellent show. Um, what's the other one that's good? Rain is is uh, it's kind of a CW like show. The second half. Yeah, no, I didn't like that, but uh, I do like uh, I did like uh, a couple of the other ones. I got her on to watching uh, the Tudors, which was a good show. I heard it was. That's just like a freak fest, though. It was a lot of fucking, but I like the histor- <laughs> oh. I like the historical. What channel? <laughs> it was on Showtime. I'm like, I like, I like Game of Thrones, but that's just kind of like more of a fantasy. That period. show is so made for nerds, but it's also made for normal people, normies. Yeah, uh, because there's lots of tits and there's lots of. How about like, what was the show? The Leftovers? No, 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 no. It was American Gods. They showed a full heart on cock on a phone. What? Yeah, oh. I've never seen what that. What do you mean before. on a phone? Oh, well, oh, on some, the a guy's wife was cheating on him when she died. He was in jail. The guy that um, Step doesn't like uh, <laughs> cardboard. He guy. was he was let out of jail early. He was supposed to get out a week. Anyway, his wife died, and it turns out she was cheating on him with his best friend. And he looks through her phone. Yeah. Because uh, it yeah. comes back in a box of evidence, and he's looking through the text. It's and stiffy, huh? But it's huge. It's a big, pick, pick. big, thick cock on TV. Yeah, yeah. she bit it off um, oh, whenever they got now. into a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. She did they roll, both died. She garped him. Rolled according to garp. I know. Look, there was some people, like I had a, there's a uh, dude that used to rep at our office, used to bring drugs, and uh, he was cheating on his wife with, like, the neighbor. How did you know? Oh, well, everybody found out because they were... They were like best friends, and then they got into a car accident together yeah. when they were out cheating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how both of the spouses found out because <sighs> they yeah. And Ooh. then and then they both got divorced, and then they got married, and then they got divorced because they both cheated on each other again. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And the cycle repeats. <laughs> <laughs> cycle, <laughs> lies, <laughs> and deceit. <laughs> All righty. We're going to take a break, oh, yeah? and then we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to do Adio Labyrinth. How about that? Yeah, sounds Stephen good. King movies from the 1980s. Uh, maybe a little appearance from the Redbacks Troll. Maybe, 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 maybe. All right. I got my pencils ready. All right. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on iTunes and like us and give us ratings. We'll read them at the end of the show. Also, follow us on Twitter, at Radio underscore Labyrinth, and on Facebook, Radio Labyrinth. 
Hey, Scruffy, you need a haircut? Got an idea for you. Go to MaryToddHairCo.com, find yourself an appointment, and get yourself a haircut. They also have hot lather shaves and some of the best colorists in the city. Don't believe me? Pick up your iPhone and go, Hey, Siri, where can I get the best men's or women's haircut in Atlanta? Guess what? It's going to pop up Mary Todd Haircut. Also, Mary Todd is a custom line of shampoo, pomades, beard oils, all handmade using the finest ingredients available. Did I say they're produced locally? Well, they are. Check them out at MaryToddHairCo.com forward slash products. Did you get this whole fucking gender fluidity shit? Oh, that gender fluid. Well, we're, ta- we're going to talk about that, right? Well, it's running. Well, we're put, rolling. Oh. We're back. Well, I put it I put it in the news if we were going to do news. But well, we just... can talk about it real quick here. Um, <laughs> the MTV <laughs> Movie Awards, right? Yeah. The only thing I know Movie about and it. Movie and TV Awards. Or whatever. Because they... this is the first time they ever put them together. We did genderless acting. <laughs> Oh, we're so <laughs> forward-thinking and progressive. We did genderless act. Fuck you, you virtue-signaling virtue pieces of shit. Oh, oh, let me squeeze my nipples. I feel so fucking smug. Eat my dick. There's a reason they have those categories, is so no one's excluded. And Eric brought it up on the Von Hessler Doctrine today. What it's going to do, it's going to create... A pecking order, or it's going to create, okay, well, last year we gave it to women, so right. this year we have to give it to a guy, but it can't be a white guy. It's got to be an Asian guy. I mean, fuck It's going to make everybody have to be more PC. Exactly. Than they thought they were avoiding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> just, Jeff texted us, what are you fags talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't mean it like that. No, he didn't. He, mean didn't. It like he meant a, it like- He uh, knew that in, you were having a cigarette. Yeah. He was using 80s speak. Yeah. An English yeah. cigarette. Pre-PC time. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I I get into it another time. No one wants to hear about my political views. I'm just going to say that um, I've been struggling to figure out who I am politically over because I used to be super liberal, and I realized I'm still a liberal. I'm just not regressive left. <laughs> I'm a aggressive. I'm left. a centrist, meaning that I I'm a centrist, I, but yeah, yeah, but I believe in classical liberalism where freedom of speech is is a liberal thing and defending rights and all that shit. But anyway, I don't know sure. how we got there. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about gender fluidity. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, she's a terrible actress to begin with. So here's your shitty thing that looks like a popcorn box with the moon man on it that nobody even knows who the fuck the moon man is because they don't even have those in the promos anymore. You're talking about uh, what's-her-face that won for Belle yes. in Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, Hermione. Yeah. Emma, Emma Watson. <laughs> Emma Watson. But I will say this. I watched enough of it to see the, the little girl... Uh, that Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah, the one who plays seven. Mm-hmm. Did you see her little acceptance? Yeah, speech? she's great. She it that was like watching fucking Kate Winslet win the Oscar. How is she this well spoken and so just she's so incredible. She's a great actor. She was on a she, years old. She was on a uh, BBC show before that that I forget the name of. You told me you told which so I loved, and it so only good. got one season and they canceled it. But. She is just a phenomenal little girl, and and I, then that kid, the one kid from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. is also in the It movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw because cool. they played the an extended trailer from it last night. That was the one good thing about that last night is they played a lot of long trailers, mm-hmm. so we got to see it. We got. I to watched s- it online. I can't wait to see that. It looks really good. Yeah, and then they, there was another one that they played that was really long. I mean, the the it uh, miniseries <clears throat> meant a lot to me. I mean, I liked it, but I'm looking forward to a movie where it's it's not made for television. Yeah, I mean, you know, how could you not like Tim Curry as yeah. as Pennywise? I mean, right. he was creepy as shit. But yeah, the movie does look, it looks like they've done it justice. And The Stand. I think The Stand is is, is yeah. a real good miniseries, and I, I enjoyed that too. So 
Why don't we get into AD Labyrinth? Let's do it. And Thanks. I'll stop complaining about Emma Watson and her <laughs> phony, stupid, fucking <laughs> pat myself on the back award. And who's watching MTV anyway? Me. Oh yeah, regularly? I watch all kinds of like little kid bit tidbits and whatnot. Really? I used to, yeah, I watch teeny bopper shows. Like I'll watch Awkward and okay. shit like that. I like to pretend like I'm 13. I don't care. <laughs> really? I don't give a shit. But the 13 no. year olds are just watching everything no. on YouTube. And- no. No, they're watching no. MTV. That's are why, they? That's why I have all the new... I thought nobody I, has cable. That's why I, I know, know all the future songs. Ira, and you don't. Thank God. <laughs> all right, what now? <laughs> Go for it. Go ahead. Keep the, talking. No, no. That's it. Mask off. Riff a little bit. I'm going to find something I want to play. Oh, he's looking for something. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. It's a, but what shows do you watch on MTV? Oh, I don't watch a lot of shows on MTV. Oh. I watch videos and things like that. In the morning time, sometimes I'll watch the the buzz and I'll catch like new this, songs. Is there Headbangers Ball anywhere? That's what I want to know. No, <laughs> yeah, there is on MTV Classic. classic yeah. Well, that's what I'd be watching yeah. if I was watching MTV. Yeah, I still watch Headbangers Ball sometimes. I was well, contemplating like uh, oh, metal. It's called, what's it called? Metal. I don't it's, know. it's with that one dude. Metal Mayhem or something? Metal. No. Meltdown? Metal. No. And it's like a shit. Metal in your ass? Gender fluid, Metallica, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Gender fluid. <laughs> blah. It's, a, it's that one guy. Non corrugated like metal. He's an ultra metal nerd. And then yeah. they, they just kind of like talk about metal and the great, you know, you know, like they'll just say like Dio is a topic and then they'll just suss it out. Uh oh. Oh, yes. You know what this music is? Yes, means. I do. You Love know what this is from? The intro of this. Shining. The beginning of the shine. I know. You can't mistake that. I can just see Wendy's God, teeth the through the windshield. In this movie. <laughs> yeah, they invented the, uh, well, I don't know if they invented it, but they, they used the Steadicam to open the entire right. film with the helicopter following the, the I, car. I found out yesterday our friend Lisa has never seen The Shining. She's too what? afraid to watch it. She's too oh afraid to watch it. All right, that's I, it. I think you can Show's watch. over. All right, so Adio Labyrinth, we haven't done in a while. This week, Stephen King... In honor of The Dark Tower and It coming out this year, Stephen King movies from the 1980s. And now I broke them into three different tiers. The uh-huh. best, the okay, and the eh. But we're going to argue about that We shit. might have some arguments. Oh, I cursed. Ah! <laughs> Five bucks in the swear jar. <laughs> All right, let's start with 1980 itself and the, the movie that this song is from. This is the intro to The Shining. So The Shining starred Jack Nicholson, Scatman Crothers, and Shelley Duvall. Now, what can you not say about The Shining? I mean, I listen. It's not a true adaptation of the book. Okay, Kubrick created a dreamlike suspense thriller. It still scares the shit out of me, so I know where Lisa's coming from. It's hard to watch. It is a scary movie, and it does keep me from avoiding molding women in bathtubs and creepy hedge mazes. <laughs> but it builds up that anxiety in you, though, when you're watching things. It does. Know, it's it's an, like every scene is like, oh, God. I know. Oh, and Danny Lloyd played uh, Danny Torrance. He well. never was in anything ever after that. I don't think he was. That no. was it. Danny's not I think here, it, I think Mrs. it messed Torrance. him up, like, forever. <laughs> I imagine it did. Uh, the thing about The Shining is all the stuff that's that's been come out after it. Uh, the, the, the Kubrick was revealing that he faked the moon landing exactly. for NASA. I mean, there's all these conspiracies What's around that, it. What's that documentary, Room 237? Two. Is that Room? the name of the movie? There's yeah. a documentary that yeah. showcases that whole yeah. scenario. Uh, the, the room where the old na- nasty witch was in the bathtub. Right, right. Uh, King allegedly hated that film, by the way. Yeah. Um, but didn't... Um, he didn't like it because it's not... The, the, the stories, The Shining, and then the sequel that he wrote a couple years ago uh, called Dr. Sleep, which is Danny, Ta- Danny Torrance all grown up. Right. The story revolves around... Stephen King's battle with alcoholism. Really? Yes. So if you read The Shining book, his father is an abusive alcoholic. 
and in and, uh, Dr. Sleep, um, you hear a lot about the program, the 12-step programs, the AA that, uh, that Stephen King went through. So that's a lot of Dr. Sleep. None of that in The Shining movie, by the way. And uh, a All lot of work and no play makes Jack a yeah. boy. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> do you Go think, crazy. Do you, do you honestly think that I mean, still even at this point, after all these years, that Stephen King would still hate on this movie when he sees how much it means to so many people? I don't. I think he accepts that. But I think, you know, they did a TV movie. It was I hated it. I didn't see what, it. Before it was a piece this? of shit with dude from Wings. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. How dare them is what I say. Well, King wanted he produced it. He wanted something closer to his novel. Bah. Bah. But bah. D- didn't Kubrick put in some sort of F you right in the right in that opening scene though to him? Something yeah. about the, the car. Right? Yeah, he didn't want him around. <laughs> he changed the color of the car. Right. He made it yellow instead of red. And that was like red a subtle F you, yeah. I'm gonna do my own thing. This is my right? movie, motherfucker. Right. I mean, and it is. And it's a masterpiece. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a master it's it's I love Shelley Duvall. I do too. Yeah. That whole movie. No, I actually had a thing for her. Back oh, you did? I never. Ew, Ira, I'm telling you. I don't know. There was something about her God, I kind of liked. She's such a dumpster. It whore. was from Popeye. <laughs> what? She just is so. <laughs> she like, was a hot olive oil. I'll uh, tell you that. She was a good olive oil. She's also good in Annie Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was oh, like. Look, God just came out of the men's room. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a fan of The Shining, the film or or the book, uh, and you've never read the sequel, go ahead and pick it up. It's called Doctor Sleep. But you listened to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I started reading. Will Patton it. read it. Right. Or maybe I'll do that. It. Maybe I'll continue because I read like maybe a quarter of it. That was one of the only times where I thought I liked the movie better than the book. I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah. do. I like the movie better than the book. Same thing with um, that's the only other the only other Stephen King time. Like I thought the book for Dolores Claiborne was boring as shit. The uh-huh. movie I love. Yeah, love it's a good movie. movie. Um, Disturbing, but good. Yes. Uh, Misery. Some hot chocolate. Misery hot chocolate. is one of the best adaptations of a Stephen King book yes. ever made. Oh god! And she so deserved that mm-hmm. Oscar. That's a great movie. Kathy Bates, James Con, is... Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates also in Dolores Claiborne. <laughs> that was the ultimate movie of the scenario of. What would I do in that situation? God, yes. You know, Get where everybody hobbled. was like, well, I would do Get hobbled for sure. <laughs> Jeez. All right, moving to 1982 was the featurette Creep Show. Uh, King actually appears in it. He plays the doofus dirt farmer who right. finds a meteor. It's a goofy movie. But I know it is. It, it'll still freak you out anyway, though. I was watching scenes from it uh, while I was putting this together, and, and that when he finds the, the meteor and he starts daydreaming about getting rich, $200, not a cent left. <laughs> and then uh, he, it cracks open because he pours water on it, and he, he oh, you dunk, you lunkhead. <laughs> then he touches the stuff inside, and he goes, meteor shit. <laughs> yeah. But that was, to me, that one in the roach scene you know the, the where the guy doesn't you know he wants everything to be clean and all yeah, the roaches yeah. oh yeah the grass growing all over his body and, hey, and, and yes. that creeped me out me yeah. too so you thought about what was going on with his ass there, well it reminded me because when i was a kid my um, space grass my great grandpa he used to scare us all the time because uh, he told us that there was a monster that lived in their um cellar where they kept their canned goods named moss creek sam oh jesus so real, he would always, real nice yeah he, so that's how he'd always tell us if we didn't do what we were supposed to moss creek sam's gonna get y'all get, get your <laughs> ass in this house get your ass in this house moss creek sam will get you my favorite thing from uh from uh, Creep Show is the Ted Dance and Leslie Nielsen thing. Oh, oh come on. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they come back as water zombies. Yeah. That was such a great... That used to be on HBO every day. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw I saw that a lot. 
Now we're going to talk about 1983s. You're not allowed to bring up Creep Show 2 stuff. Sorry. We we will, yeah. Oh, all right, Creep Show 2. I don't like it. <laughs> You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like Creep Show 2. I, I forget the vignettes. You got, you I don't got know why George, you don't like anal. You got Well, I know why I don't like it. <laughs> well, to me it's the same thing. Well, I don't well, want to have bad. a prolapsed anus and That's how I felt watching Creep Show 2. My anus just went <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. And I got the windsock. You got George Kennedy yes. in the first thing. You got, you know, Chief Woodenhead. Mm-hmm. Yatahe Chief Woodenhead. Yes. So there was that one. I like that story. But my favorite, of course, the end was the thanks for the ride, lady. Love that one. All right. How about how, wait, am I thinking of Twilight Zone? Yeah, Twilight Zone. I always get mixed up. The Hal Holbrook, Hal, no, that's Creepshow. Hal Holbrook and Adrian Barbeau. And he, Hal Holbrook works as a janitor. No, he's a professor, and he finds this uh, monster in a box under the stairs. Oh, yeah. And uh, eats the guy's face. And then he brings his wife there to get rid of her because she's a nag, and he pushes her in the right. box and throws it over. See, that's good stuff. It's Creep Show 2. No, it's Creep Show. Oh, it's Creep okay. Show 2 because the next story is the one where the, all the, they're all on the, uh, eh, Pancho, eh, Cisco, when they're on the freaking float, and I know. The, the big black thing jumps yeah. on them and tears <laughs> all their legs off and shit. All right. I like Creep Show 2. All right, so let's move move on to nineteen eighty three and the Dead Zone, which is a fantastic movie. That is uh, Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken, yeah. Martin Sheen, Brooke Adams, Tom Skerritt. It's the one movie mm-hmm. I can't talk about. I just I, I You've know never seen it? I had I definitely saw it. I just totally did not. I saw remember. it at the drive in when I was a kid. I saw it in the theater when I was a kid too. I, I love the book too. Mm-hmm. The book's great. I saw it laying on top of the station wagon at like eleven o'clock. It was the second feature. Yeah. It was right around the same time I watched Videodrome or something. Videodrome's like that. creepy when you're a kid. Yeah. I mean you can watch it now and it's like, oh Debbie Harry's naked. <laughs> um <laughs> But the Dead Zone, fantastic story. Uh just very sad, and then he, he, you know, he's in love with Brooke Adams. He gets in the car wreck. Blah 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 blah. Watch it if you've never seen it. Stand by Me, nineteen eighty six. I mean, probably it's the a best non scary Stephen King story right. ever written, directed by Rob Reiner. Yeah, everybody um, loved this. Great cast. You had River Phoenix as Chris Chambers, Will Wheaton as Gordy Lachance, Corey Feldman as Teddy Duchamp of the Duchamp brothers. You guys want to see a dead body? Jerry Jerry O'Connell when he was fat as Vern Tessio. And Kiefer Sutherland is Ace Merrill, you know, right. the tough. And, of course, Richard Dreyfuss narrating as a grown-up Gordy. This was, when, this was like when my mental illness first started manifesting, <laughs> was when this movie came out on VHS, because I, for that summer, I would go up every single day for like a solid month and re-rent this VHS cassette, like every day. It's a great film. I would ride my bike up and re-rent it. And the, I mean, the guy would say, we have other movies. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I would watch it over and over and over. I knew every single right. word in it. Leakage! It was psychotic. It was psychotic. Well, but you, I was obsessed with River Phoenix, like, to the point of, you know, like, stalkery. Like, what's like, that line? Like, is sickness. it suck my fat one, you cheap dime store? Oh, yeah. That was it. Yeah, that oh, okay. was it. Ace I mean, we were all almost that age. Yeah, we were. You know, as the kids. Yeah, have I was card, like, will travel, read the card of, of a man. Oh, wait. Have gun, will travel, read the card of a man. A night without, without armor, armor in a savage, savage land. land. <laughs> then Will Wheaton is the one. Will Wheaton. He, yeah. he got the uh, leech on his ding dong. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Everybody talked about that scene. At I know. Gordy's out. Oh, and John Cusack was his brother who died in the car wreck. Yep. Did we, did we talk about that? No. No, but you're right. He was the perfect son. Right. Wrong kid died. Wrong, Wrong kid, kid died. <laughs> what did I see that guy in recently? He, you're right. Oh, uh, He's a guy in that he was, thing. Uh, oh, in Feud. Feud yeah. He was Joan Crawford's brother. brother. The wrong kid died. 
<laughs> Saw My Brother in Half Blues. Love that movie. We should talk about that sometime. Do we guys. All right. Wrapping up the uh, God tier Stephen King films from the 1980s is The Running Man, which is very loosely based on King's Richard Bachman. Uh, n- uh, what are you? Nom de plume? Yeah. Is that right? I guess. I yes. don't know. Pen name Richard Bachman uh, with source material. Right. The Running Man. First of all, The Running story? Man was an African American and it was, wasn't as dystopic as, as this film. It sounds racist. No, it's not. I'm just telling you the character was a black guy. Uh, I mean, they call him oh. the running man. Oh, yeah. But, oh. <laughs> We're race fluid. Uh, is one of the top Arnold films as well. Uh, it's a blast from start to finish, according to me. Right. Arnold, Maria Chiquita Alonso. Everybody does it. <laughs> uh, Yafet Cotto. Everybody Watch your cigarettes it. around this guy, Jack. Oh, right. Yafet yeah. Koto. Yes. Yafet Koto. What's uh, that? It's an inside joke between me and Alonzo. Yes. Alonzo Mosley. Alonzo Mosley. Oh, those $20 bills are fake. We're going to have to take these. <laughs> uh, Jesse Ventura. Richard Dawson. My God, he was great I in know. that. Jim Brown. The original. He was the original pussy grabber. He was. Hello, <laughs> yeah. oh, darling. Let me give you a kiss. <laughs> uh, Mick Fleetwood and Dweezil Zappa. Yes, I didn't know about that. What? You didn't know they were in that? No. You remember when they get out and they have to get those things taken off their neck? Yeah. And, and the one guy goes running. The something. old man is like, you stole my songs and you banned everything. That's Mick Fleetwood. Oh. And Dweezil is his little buddy. And I was all excited because... Dweezil put that album out, and he had, you know, in the mid-80s, yeah. toward late 80s, and he had that green guitar. Like, oh, oh, God. Diesel. Such garbage. So, all right. <laughs> moving on to the okay. And now I'm going to have to revise myself, because I was watching some scenes from Christine. I love Christine. Now I put down okay. It's better than okay. It's a fun movie. Not as good as the book. You got Keith Gordon. I loved it. The nerdy guy from that film and also Back to School. Back to School. Mm-hmm. John Stockwell, who was in a bunch of 80s movies. He was, mm-hmm. he was a that guy. He was, in, he was in whenever we did our titty special. Yes. He was in my Losing It movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> Kelly Preston, uh, Harry Dean Stanton, and Robert Shitter Blossom. Now, you know who Robert Blossom is. And the is. Virgin Connie Swale. She's in that? Yeah, she plays... Uh, You're right. Yeah. I couldn't think of her plays name. What? She plays what? Uh, what's his face's girlfriend? Yeah, the Virgin Connie. The one that the car tries to kill. Yes. Tries to choke her. Um, but the blonde? Ro- the brunette. Do you guys know who Robert Blossom is, right? No. Robert- he's the guy who sells him the car, but he's oh, the yeah. old man the from Home jacket. Alone. You can say right. hi to me. Oh, you don't yeah. have to be afraid of me. Yeah. Come save up and buy me a condo. There's a good <laughs> documentary um, by the, the a YouTube documentary by this guy. He has a, um, uh, a channel called No Small Parts. I would check it out. Yeah. A, he's a very interesting man, Robert Blossom. No small parts. Mm-hmm. I would like that. I, it was one of my picks last year. Um, and there's a really good one with Crispin Glover as well. Oh, that's whenever we were talking about like that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Cujo, 1983. I didn't like Cujo. Uh, D. Wallace Stone I'm with from you on ET. That. There was more hype about Cujo than there was. You know what I mean? But I never liked it. I, everybody was going nuts about it. I remember at yeah, the time, I didn't think like it was all that. you know, yeah. oh, so scary. And, mm-hmm. and I watched it, and I was like, eh. it's a possessed dog. Blow yeah. me. He's got rabies. Yeah, but he has, is also possessed. Was he possessed? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just thought he had rabies. No, he's possessed. I do. The oh. one thing I do like about Cujo is it, it is one of those original movies where it was like every the whole movie was contained in a space, in yeah, like a smaller space, and yeah. it, you know, if you can have a lot of drama and a lot of Stuff going on contained in such a small space. I like my D. Wallace as a werewolf in that sense. <laughs> I do too. And, and she's the it. news lady and yes. she changes into <laughs> the werewolf. Yeah. Nothing is as good as the ending of The Howling. I too. know. <laughs> 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 Sybil Danning's tits. <laughs> Wolf boobs. Wolf boobs. All right, 1984, Firestarter. Uh, Forgettable. Yeah, I was never really into Firestarter. 
Uh, Drew, I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, Drew, yeah, I did too. But I try watching it now. Drew right. Barrymore, David Keith was Bloody Nose, uh, Heather Locklear, Art Carney, yeah. uh, Louise Nurse Ratchet Fletcher, yeah. uh, Martin Sheen again, and Art Carney. You guys better get out of Carney. here. Yeah, you guys you, better leave right now. <laughs> side note: I just did an imp- I did a bit for B ninety eight point five's morning show, um, and they had me do character voices. And Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore was one of the voices. So I just talk like <laughs> and the girl got it. So it could almost be Crispin Glover. Yeah, you do. I like do it again. Do it again. Make me happy. <laughs> what I now, Biff. Yeah, well, you did it better than that. I know. Really right. good. Now you put him on the spot. Now, Biff. Damn hands off. Yeah, I can't do it now. Get your damn hands off her. Make like a tree. And I can't do that. Uh, Silver Bullet, 1985. I, I, I gotta move I don't know out. Silver Bullet. I love Silver Bullet. I do too. Uh, Corey Haim, rest in peace. Gary Busey. The Buse. Uh, before his accident. And then you had Everett McGill. Do you guys know who that is? No. The preacher? Yeah, he was the preacher who was the, the werewolf. But did you ever see Heartbreak Ridge? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, Clint Eastwood movie where he's a, a gunny Mario sergeant. Mario Van Peebles. Right. Yeah. Uh, Everett McGill is the lieutenant who's not yet had the pleasure of serving in armed combat. Yes. And then uh, Clint Eastwood beats the shit out of him at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, no, because at the end of the movie, they're in Grenada. So anyway, uh, Terry O'Quinn is also in Silver Bullet, and you know him from Lost. Yes. And, and also a great cult movie from the, the late stepfather. 80s. The stepfather. Mm. What a fucking crazy, crazy creepy ass movie. Pamela Barnes. I remember when that. he was in Lost. I was like, what has this guy been it's doing the between then and now? Yeah. He's been in a lot of shit, but you're right. You the first thing, yeah. first thing I see, think of when I see Terry O'Quinn now is Lost, but before that it was, oh, it's the stepfather. The Silver Bullet, man, because my niece, she's 13 now and. Uh, it was like I think it was like three years ago when she was ten. Yeah, she had never seen it. So um, me and her and my brother, we all sat down and watched it together, and it held up. She still likes it. She's a horror movie junkie. I love that film because she really liked it. Busey's his uncle, and and then he has an older sister, but uh, he's Corey Hames' uncle. And uh, he builds him that hot rod so he can get around because he's crippled. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's handicapped. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, he's disabled. I'm so- <laughs> what are you supposed to say? He's Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Uh, <laughs> then we get it. Yeah. You say Corey Haim, we all got it. So, yeah, Gary, it's just a great turn by Gary Busey. <laughs> great turn. It was before the motorcycle accident. It was. And what a great film. Uh, there's a woman in that who dies. Uh, the blonde, does she hang herself or? I th- oh, after her kid gets uh, tore to pieces? Yeah. I think so. She lives in Atlanta, that woman. Her name is Wendy Walker. Oh, really? Or she, if she's still alive. I met her one time at a store. But did you ever find it um, crazy that they, you know, that the abuse gave Corey Haim, who was like, what, 11 in this movie? Was he like 11? Uh, he's more like 13-year-old. But the, that the motorcycle went like 100 miles. But it was a four-wheeler. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it yeah, was. I know, it was fast. <laughs> well, you, had to, you had to get run away from werewolves. <laughs> uh, let's see. The, the last one I have on the okay list is Pet Cemetery. Really not a good movie. I despise you for this. Why? I despise you. You tell me why it's such a great movie. This is one of my favorite this is one of my, not only is it one of my favorite Stephen Kings, but this is like one of my favorie 80s movies, okay. 80s horror movies. Okay. I don't understand. Freaked me out. I love this I'm, movie. I'm judging it based on its, its value as a film. What are you talking about? Uh, Denise Crosby, Fred Gwynn, and a guy named Dale Midkiff, who I haven't seen in anything other than that. Bullshit. You don't remember Wolf? Whenever it was on Fox? Remember that show? Like when Fox was in its infancy and no. it had like five shows. No, nope, never watched it. Anyway, he was on there. We didn't have it in my town. 
You didn't, oh, really? No. Are you calling the wolf? I didn't well, see Married did with Children so? until 1989. <laughs> First time I saw Married with Children was at my uncle's house in Harrisburg, PA. Someone checked the show out. Everybody says it's great. And I loved it. Oh. Simpsons wasn't even on yet. Wow. Um, but uh, I, Pet Cemetery is great. It's quotable. Fred Gwynn is the reason why I like it so much. Yes. Zelda. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Gage. Gage. That you playing? play with you age the it's just i mean it's so it's just such a creepy and then like flashbacks of the you want to come over here i found a dead cat in my yard spinal meningitis uh girl uh, zelda yeah and when they buried and when they have the flashbacks when they buried the the kid back Mm -hmm. in the day and when he came back and he was all fucked up right burn the house down you're gonna read that that creepy shit that story and the parents and then at the funeral whenever the they got into the fight and then they tore the damn coffin down and the the kid goes rolling out into the floor and shit i mean it was fucking it was a crazy ass movie maybe i need to watch it again it holds up to and the fact that he keeps getting haunted by that runner yes with half his head yes the one he hit right yes yes there's a lot of creepy shit in that movie all right that is one thing about stephen king you know, well, weren't they the Micmac Indians? I think so. It was something like that. There's always that. a lot going on. There's always a lot of side stories. There are I mean? in his novels, and they don't translate to. But sometimes films they are, like well. Pet Cemetery. There's yeah. all those little things going on. And Pet know? Cemetery too, horrible. Yes, never I saw agree. it. Agreed. Never saw it's it. Awful. Yeah, I never it's saw awful. that. There's no, no point in it. There wasn't a book. <laughs> it was absolutely. It's stupid. like Return to Salem's Lot. You know they made that movie. Awful. It was a comedy. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus God. Yeah, they were eating. They had a farm, and the vampires would suck the blood out of cows instead of eating people. Jesus Lord! But Salem's Lot, first one, TV movie, creep, yeah. creepy as fuck. Great, I great shut book my too. curtains every night. That book scared me more than any book I've ever read I in my life. I always think that we're gonna be outside hanging out. Or the kids scratching on. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so that's the seventies. All right, now we get to the shit level, which I call the eh, and I'm just gonna rot, rattle them off, and then there's one I left off the list that IRS has to take me to task too. But Maximum Overdrive in 1986. No, no, no. We, we can't just rattle this off. I loved Maximum Overdrive. I loved Children it of too. the Corn, 1984. Oh come Malachi. on! Malachi, terrible movie. It started off okay, but it was. Uh, it didn't end up. Look, out. Maximum Overdrive was cool, man. ACDC soundtrack. The soundtrack's great. I know. It's over who the top. Who made who? It's like an over and it's, the top it's a caricature movie, movie, man, but it's it's just kind of. Yeah. Cool. I think it's silly. Isn't Emilio Estevez in yes. the movie? Yeah. yeah, it's very tongue in cheek. It's yeah. silly. Yeah. But come on, that truck that has like the, the Green Goblin. The go- yeah. Green Goblin. That's yeah. cool shit, man. All right, and I do have to. <laughs> I'm just going to. Okay, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Cat's Eye, I should have left yes. on the list because it has that great James Woods. Yeah, the no, the, the, the smoking, smoking thing with Alan that. King. Alan yes, King. Yes, yeah. that is great. I forgot about. And was your leader Gilbert? Alan King. <laughs> <laughs> Look, those those. What is it? Three stories in that one. There's a couple. One of them's horrible. Richard Hatch or Robert, the guy from Airplanes in one. Where he's <clears throat> a tennis pro. And Robert Stack. No. I forget his name. Anyway, he's he's walking around. He has to walk around the building. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy from Airplanes. And oh, the birds right. pecking on him. That's a great one. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I know. I'm wrong about that. And Drew Barrymore is the is the center because her cat's the it's, right. It's steals her breath. All the stories are are from that cat's <laughs> perspective. Like the cat will take yeah. you to the different stories. Which that's you know whatever. But yeah, right. the, the story where he walks around the building and the uh, quitting smoking yeah. story is phenomenal. Yeah, because if you do that again, we're going to bring your wife in here to jump around on that little screen. <laughs> what do you do? Cut my. <laughs> what'll happen if I gain weight? <laughs> Cut yeah. my thumb off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last scene. Yes. Oh, that was great. That was very good. Dun, 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 it, was right. cat's eye. It, it was very good. So did I leave anything off the list? No, I think you I think you covered it well. All right. You know what time it is, don't you? Time for the staff picks. 
No, it's time for the Red Box Troll. Gosh, how are you guys? I haven't seen you forever. So great to see you. It has been ages. You know what else has been ages since I've had a good orgasm? Nobody's been poking me with a pencil. I saw you guys sold t-shirts. Can I get any money from that? Well, Ira's here. He's, yeah. he's got his pencil Yeah, where's my sharpened. t-shirt? Oh, it's Ira. Oh, yeah. Here's, I, sorry, I, yeah. Look, I brought these pencils from home. They're all That's your pen. It's not a number two pencil. It's not sharp. <laughs> no, it's one of those adjustables. I thought Go that would work. Go fuck yourself with your adjustable pen. <laughs> Mechanical pencils can suck a dick. I got a number four here for you. So like I do when I'm here, because Steph always helps with this. Jeez. I just stopped it. Yeah, I just stopped he's, by there this weekend. He's very moist tonight. I, well, I'm super I'm lubed up in case somebody. <laughs> I was what you know what I was watching on my on my uh, on my TV in the red box. <laughs> I was watching American Gods because I got cable now. I got stars. Oh my god! That that, that that one lady swallowed up Joel Murray with her vagina. And he's just <laughs> floating in there. And then in last night's episode, she swa- she just had swallowed people in her pussy all night long. <laughs> Do you want? I'm I'm sure that you could probably. Uh, what kind of pencils you fit in there? That's what I was wondering. Uh, you could work out of there. You I could probably. Like it's, it's her red box. <laughs> She's on her period. I think it's a black box. Why? She's African American. You're a racist. I know you're not. No. Uh, right, Redbox. So fluid. new releases at Redbox this week. If you happen to find yourself a Kroger <laughs> or Publix, which I do from time to time, or Publix. Fine, or, I like Kroger or I, CVS. That's what. That's what I was wondering because I dropped by there the other day and yeah. I, I was looking through and I just didn't know. And I saw that one movie, The Founder. Yeah. I was wondering what that might possibly be about. If you could. Give me Oh, maybe. sure. I can tell you what the founder's all about. So, first of all, it's a movie starring Batman. He plays Roy Clark, the founder of McDonald's and the hit syndicated TV show Hee Haw. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows you the dichotomy of his life as he's, every Saturday he's picking in a grinning with. <laughs> <laughs> you know who he's picking in a grinning with, don't you? Buck Owens. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I thought it was. Dang, 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 Dark depression. That's graceful. I know. But Batman plays Roy Clark, who started McDonald's and stole it. You know, McDonald's was originally started by two brothers whose last name was McDonald's. And Roy... (laughs) When are they going to put red boxes in McDonald's? Is his name Roy Cock? Roy Cock. 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 It's not Clark? Oh, it's Cock. It's a Boston club. Anyway, Roy... It's a shake machine salesman. He goes in, sees it all working. It's all in a Dire Straits song called Boom Like That. If you check that out. You don't need to see this movie. No, I don't know about that. Boom Like That. Actually, it's not Dire Straits. It's the lead singer guy. He had a solo album. Nils Lofgren. No. Nils, no, it's not Nils Lofgren. No. No. You're talking about Marco. What's his name? Oh, Mark Knopfler. Knopfler. Yeah. San Bernardino. Ring-a-ding-ding. Milkshake mixers. That's my thing. (laughs) You're you're taking us back into the hole here. Well, what about, let me ask you this about, well, what about La La Land? What the hell's that about? La La Land. (laughs) Joseph Goebbels-Levitt and a bag of flowers sing songs about growing up in Hollywood. Joseph Goebbels-Levitt. Isn't that his name? (laughs) Isn't that a Nazi? Isn't Joseph Goebbels? Joseph Goebbels is, but I don't know about Joseph. Joseph Goebbels Levin. <laughs> I think it's ironic that he's named Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> What's his name? Bruce Martin Johnson? <laughs> and the bag of flour with red lipstick. They think so. <laughs> Got all sorts of Oscars. I deserve it. No, I think that was an. I think that was a, a, a girl. I think that was a woman. She looks like a bag of flour. She's very. She's just very. Yeah, the complexion a light is a little bit translucent. Yeah, yeah, she is very light. She has a light complexion. But how's her acting? 
terrible. <laughs> you know, you don't like hurt. her? No. I don't like her because she's translucent. Have you seen her in any movies that you like? I saw her in one called Superbad. Did you like her in that? I think so. Was she? I, you haven't seen her in anything else that you like? My favorite part of Superbad was the cops. What did you like about the cops? They were funny. <laughs> what, what exactly are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what you <laughs> What's the next movie? I gotta take a shit. Uh, what about Lion? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> A lion escapes from an it's Indian zoo. zoo. Film, That's right. Traveling by train to find the man who killed his father. Along the way, he struggles with various poo-born illnesses until he finally <laughs> gives up and swims home to Africa, crossing the English, the Indian Ocean, dodging sharks and Somali pirates. I'm the lion now. Wow. That does not seem like that's what that movie's about. <laughs> I do not think... It's what was on the back of the box. <laughs> Why is there an Indian guy on the front of the right. Well, because it's a metaphor. Because he's in India and he's a lion and it's, only tigers are in India. But it's that guy from right. Slumdog Millionaire. He's Slumdog just, Millionaire was a good movie. It was about this dog that wins the lottery and becomes a millionaire. <laughs> and then he treats all of his dog friends for exquisite Indian food. <laughs> they poop everywhere. They, they get shit right in the street. And they don't have toilets. We give them toilet paper and they use it for a meal. <laughs> I, What's uh, your last movie, I Stephanie? Something called what Passengers. About, yeah, what about Passengers? Passengers, a new horror movie featuring temper tantrum throwing Asian men who are constantly being dragged <laughs> off planes into the pit of hell. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, they get undisclosed millions. <laughs> Rated R. <laughs> All of them are. Does it, does it showcase the four people that did get off and did not get any money? No, because those people are stupid. Right. I don't feel like they're going to be showing this on in any United flights anytime soon. I wouldn't <laughs> if I was them. I would not do that because they're stupid. Sir, is it time for your break yet? Do you need a churro? I, you know, I, I, I feel don't like want. you've earned seven pencils. Oh, please. <laughs> stuff them in my poop cube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I destroy my voice. Pencil hole. <laughs> Listen, I like to bring it down a little bit, and I'll just do Paul Stanley the rest of the time. <laughs> bring it down a little bit. Let's talk about it. I mean, there was the sadness in music lately, and I was going to talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I'm not going to joke about it. This is some pretty serious shit that happened. Well, Bye. it's serious shit, but it's also pretty amazing. You know, I mean, you guys are familiar with this whole thing, right? Yeah. We're, we're talking about Colonel Bruce Hampton. A legend, a, one of the first jam band guys, a legend yeah. in the music industry, at uh, least that, that genre of it, yeah. So if if you didn't know, but everybody probably does, so he was having his 70th birthday celebration at the Fox last Monday, and I mean, he's been a mentor to a zillion musicians, you know, including guys from the Allman Brothers mm-hmm. and Blues Traveler and, you know, that whole southern kind of Atlanta roundabout scene, Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi and everything. So, of course, everybody came in. I mean, how many musicians? It was like 70 musicians. Stage was packed. Um, uh, came in to play this yeah. show at the Fox for him, to honor him. He played the whole night. And then he uh, passed out on stage right at, during the encore and died three died. hours later. So if if you... This is the first time you've heard the story. You're like, oh, my God. But we've been uh, kind of reading about it all week, and uh, it's just pretty crazy. I mean, he's the only guy, one of the only guys who's ever been able to really play his own memorial concert. Yeah, yeah no doubt. 
which is great, actually, when you when you think about it. I mean, it's too bad. It was he's one of those guys that's been around town that you always thought would just kind of be around. Yeah, you can't think of a better way to go though for and somebody in their passion. And he should have lived another. You know, he should have lived another ten years, at least ten to twenty years. Yeah, and he's been around town. I've seen him at Northside Tavern. He's been playing there. He was playing every week at the Vista Room in Decatur, um, but he played some big stages through the years. And you know, just a quick story. I saw him when I was in college in Baltimore. That first album came out. I saw him at a little club, and I got to meet him uh, after the show. And I was contemplating moving to Atlanta from Baltimore, and I just asked him. I got to meet him. He was a real humble guy, real cool. And I said, yeah, I'm thinking about moving down there. And he goes, well, are you a musician? I said, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and he, eh, a little bit. And, and he a goes, well, bit, a little bit. He talked very warmly about the music scene in town. And he just said, listen, everybody down in Atlanta, the, the music scene's really tight. Everybody's really cool with each other. There's not a lot of ego. There's not a lot of competition. And everybody kind of supports each other. And, and he was spot on, you know. And I, I moved down here, and I did see him a few times throughout the years and get to talk to him and see him. So anyway. Awesome. Uh, good guy. And then, uh, well, I was going to include one of the albums in my staff picks. I'll do that later. Okay. Well, that's... <clears throat> well, thank you, Vara. R.I.P. to him and best yeah. wishes to you know his I, yeah. family and stuff. But I mean, like it, it's almost like nobody's really. People are sad that he's not around, but everybody's just kind of like, "Wow, what a way to go!" Yeah. He apparently he said, "I'm going to go on stage." Well, like, like you like said, years he, ago, he should have lived another ten years. But should he have? Because who knows what the know. next ten years hold? Yeah, I mean, it could have been misery. But yeah. he's also kind of like an Andy Kaufman type. Like he's very into performance art and wacky stuff. And people were thinking, you know, he might have planned this somehow. Oh, like he faked it? Not faked it, but <laughs> knew he was. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you know. I mean, that's die. that's too <laughs> far out there. I know, but yeah. yeah. And that's why nobody did anything when he collapsed. Well, on yeah, stage. they thought he was kidding because he's done he, that before on stage. He he's would collapsed. do stuff like that on stage wow. as a joke. So, wow. yeah, like John Popper was up there playing right in front of him, and well, anyway, well, this will make for a great biopic. Yes, it will. Oh, yeah. What's a biopic? It's story like about his life, optics. you know, a movie about his life. Oh, okay, I mean, don't you think? Yeah, I always heard it called the, biopic, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking for. I wanted I you to that. snap at me. Language, yes. language. Don't get mad. You know, I'm, I'm I, not mad. I tried to. That was my pleasant one. Yes. <laughs> That was a thank you for showing me the ways of speaking correctly. I appreciate that. Let, 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 let's do staff picks now, okay? Okay. All right. I'm going to start with Jeff because this is uh, Jeff Garland's Netflix movie, Handsome. So apparently, Netflix has bought the option for Jeff Garland's new movie. It doesn't say in the article when it's coming out. So huh. there you go. Uh, my pick is also Netflix, and it comes out uh, tomorrow. Well, it comes out Tuesday, May 9th, and that is uh, Norm MacDonald's new comedy special, which is called, entitled, Hitler's Dog, Gossip, and Trickery. <laughs> and uh, from the teaser, it looks pretty funny, so I'll be watching. That's one of the few I'll be watching immediately. Yeah, sure, it's It Norm. looks very, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm titillated. We are all big fans of Norm here on this podcast, aren't we? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm crazy about Norm. And my second thing real quick is I don't know when this happened because I didn't look at the dates, but apparently all the cast members, some of the cast members from the Godfather movies got together with um, Francis Ford Coppola and did a, did a round table. It's the 40th anniversary. Or f- yeah, 40th anniversary. Yeah, I read about that. Or 45th anniversary. Mm-hmm. 45th anniversary. 
So uh, I watched a bunch of that. It's on YouTube. I don't know if it's supposed to be watched on YouTube, but that's where I watched it, and it was the, very enjoyable. Was it good? Yeah. 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 They did it at Cannes, or one of those, Sundance. I don't know. I'm sounding like an idiot, so I'm going to shut up. But yeah. uh, it's good. It's enjoyable. Okay. And I feel bad because I think Robert Duvall has something neurological with him. Oh, yeah. Because they, they show him, and you can see him. He's fidgeting with his hands, and then he keeps interrupting and stuff. And, well, how old is he now? He's 80-something. Right? Yeah, 80-something, yeah. He's mm-hmm. getting up there. I mean, the last thing he did was that um, that thing with Downey Jr., right? Yeah. The judge. Mm-hmm. All right. And De Niro, he's just, yeah, he's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 James, hey, James hey, Bobby, Conn. how you doing? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. James Conn, Talia Shire, uh, Diane Keaton. Talia Shire. That's mm-hmm. a it just it kills Bufango, me. Every, you! It kills me every time when I think of that's Jason Schwartzman's mother. Uh huh. Yeah. Yo, Adrian, I always I forget about you've that. Done that. Yeah. No shit. All right. Good for him. Yes. So, Stephanie, what's yours? Uh, my pick is uh season two of Master of None. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on Netflix uh next Friday, which I I really liked the first season. Um. I don't know if you're an Aziz Ansari fan, which I I think am. a stand-up's good. I, you didn't watch the show? No. I really liked the show a lot. Um, and Eric Wareheim, if you were a Tim and Eric fan, Eric Wareheim plays one of his best friends. And he's, I like Eric Wareheim. I think he's way funnier than Tim Heidecker. I would not say that. I'd say they're d- funny in their own unique ways. Have you ways. watched that Decker show? Decker's crazy, but Tim Heidecker in season four of Eastbound and Down as the cuckolded or whatever the hell, the put-upon husband, uh-huh. he is fucking hysterical in season four. You've seen season four. No. God, I just I, like the name Heidecker. Then how dare you run off at your mouth like you know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm just, because I don't like him on Twitter. Okay, well, that's uh, fine. Oh, see, that's a thing. Eh, that's bullshit. I don't care about that. There's a lot of people I hate on Twitter. But anyway. I so, hate most people on Twitter. But anyway, Eric Wareheim, you know, he's quirky, he's weird, and he's just as quirky and weird as Aziz's friends. The whole ensemble cast. The only thing I didn't like about season one was the love interest, his love interest. And I also don't like watching Aziz on Sorry Have Sex because it just is weird. It's okay. gross to me. It's very gross to me. I don't yeah. like it. All right. But um, they got rid of her. She's not in season two. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to it. And season two is like, they say it's very cinematic and he's in Italy and it's supposed to be really cool looking. So I'm very much looking forward to that. It won't be cinematic. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Mastering on season two. And also there's a podcast I started listening to that I think a lot of people would like if you love movies and stuff like that. It's uh, I think it's been going on for like a year and a half. And I don't say it. I'm not going to say don't it. Don't. I'm not going to say it. Say the name of the show. It's called Medium Popcorn, okay, oh, and it's on iTunes, and it's on, like, every single whatever, but it's these two comedian actor dudes, um, Justin Brown and Brandon Collins, and <laughs> it's called Medium Popcorn. I'm not going to read you. the rest of it. <laughs> oh, it has a parenthetical name? There's a- Stop. N-words spoiling <laughs> movies. <laughs> hey, we didn't name it. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what it's called. Anyway, um... But they they're great. Like they do brand new movies. Like last week they were at the Tribeca Film Festival, and they'll do brand new movies and spoil the shit out of them. They tell you every single thing that happens oh, in nice. the movie. I'd like that. Yeah, it's great. And they did like a shitty movie last week. What is it? The Circle or uh-huh. whatever the hell it is that new Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, it looks awful. Oh yeah, then they hated it. They're like normally they'll give you a small popcorn, medium popcorn, or large popcorn. They gave this two two piles of dog shit. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how awesome. bad it was. That bad. And huh? what I love about them is that they're they're like us. They have the same taste. 
the movies that we do, they don't, but they're not too lowbrow and they're not too highbrow. They okay. describe things the way that we describe things. It's not like, ugh, let me talk about something like it's so, ugh, you know. Right. But anyway, so if you like. I'll check it out. I've been looking for like a good comparable yeah, podcast. Yeah, and they do old movies too. And when they'll. I like listening to them do the all. I listen to the Conjuring episode on the way over here, and I love that. And do they like that movie? They did. Yes. Okay, because I the, love that movie. They did the whole yeah. Blade, the Blade trilogy. Now that you were telling me about before the show, I want to hear that. That was a lot of fun, and they they tell you all kinds of little fun facts and shit like that. So yeah, medium popcorn, and that's on iTunes. N words spoiling movie. <laughs> yes. It's what it's it's right there in the title. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? I just said it real fast. Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. Ira. <laughs> we got to stop recommending podcasts because it's bringing our listening numbers down. No. If we, look, uh, anyway, yeah, it's good. It would be a companion. No, I know. You'd yeah. listen to this and then you'd sure. listen to that. Sure. We should all support each other. Yeah. Mine's a podcast. <laughs> good. Called Retronauts uh, Podcast. It's about classic video games. These guys really know their S. I'm not cursing. Oh, know their S. God. I feel like um, I'm at church. I haven't listened. I mean, this. these guys are even too... Out, you know, what out church there. do you talk about movies and TV? <laughs> the one I would actually attend. The church right. of the poison <laughs> man. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, I don't know. It's a new podcast that's on Podcast One. Um, they've been advertising it on Corolla and some other. But uh, these guys are good. They're pretty in-depth, and there's a lot out there. So if you're you know, fans of all the Nintendo stuff and the Sega stuff, and you li- sometimes I like uh, – I'm not a huge gamer, but there was – Games that I liked that I got way into that I, I always like to hear the backstories. Yeah. Of, like Yara's Revenge? Right. Of some of these games. And I don't know. There's like in the 80s and the early 90s and stuff, some of the stories you hear about the competition that there was between all the programmers and all the, the different systems and the companies. I think that's real interesting stuff. And they get into all that. Um, so I've listened to a few of them. Uh, incidentally, the the latest of theirs is kind of like a crossover podcast because they had these guys on from a Simpsons podcast and they talked about one of the Simpsons Nintendo games and how bad it was and they made fun of it and it was pretty funny. So that's uh, called Retro Nuts. Check that out. And then just real quickly, as we were talking about Colonel Bruce, if you've never heard the original Colonel Bruce Hampton and the Aquarium Rescue Unit album, the first album was a live album. And it features Jimmy Herring on guitar and O'Teal Burbridge, and those guys are in Allman Brothers and The Dead. And, there you go. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Mario. Um, that album was a game changer for me. It came out in 91, but I probably got it in 92, and that's when I saw those guys. I mean, this is, I was listening to that before I got into Fish and, you know, the jam bands and all that stuff. Which you're not into anymore. Uh, I am. I just don't. wouldn't go see that stuff as often as I... I hear you. And listen to it as I often as I would. But... Um, that album's ridiculous. The musicianship is will blow your mind, and it's got just such a great mix of different genres. It's essentially, I wouldn't call it a jam band album. It's kind of like half, part blues, part jazz, part bluegrass or something, but all mixed together, but it's uh, it's pretty amazing. So, awesome. It's on iTunes. I went and bought it this week after he died, so. No, real quick before we cut Do out. that. And I saw Guardians 2 yesterday. Yeah. Yes. And it was pretty good. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, definitely. This ain't Netflix. How many stars? Um, what size popcorn? This is what I've I heard. I get a large popcorn cool. for sure. I'm yeah. Let's steal their rating system. Sure, I sure. would give it a large popcorn for how sure. How many? How many radios? Well, we did have a rating system. I forget what we came up with. We never used it again. Will we give it how five many wavelengths. Will we give it five radios? Yeah, five. One to radio. five radios. Yeah. I would give it four. I would give it four point 
Four and a quarter radios. Let's okay. Go, let's go star search rules. I like that. I'll go four and a quarter radios. Um, I don't feel like it was as good as the first one for me. Okay. But it does tr- tug on your heartstrings. I've heard yeah. that it's not as good as the first one. I didn't think it was. But it makes you, you know, you'll tear up a little bit there towards the end. James Gunn gets you with, okay. the, with the, the Rooker and How's everything. How's the soundtrack? Soundtrack's great. Good. Yeah. It's great. Uh, you know, he's got some Michael deep- Rooker in this fucking movie. <laughs> he's got some deep cuts. Good, There's definitely good. some deep tracks in there I hadn't heard in a while. But I just want to ask you guys, I saw this at a stupid dine-in theater. They need to explode all of these theaters. They're horrible. I don't like them. They're I don't awful. Like them. You have waitresses walking in front of you, yes. people talking. Fuck yeah. yes. And Fuck this, that this shit. This bitch beside me, she gets a salad. Who eats a salad with a knife and a fork? She's over there cleaning and And the food isn't that good anyway. Salad. No. It's like shitty bar food. Yes, well, and then there, there's always a light on right above me, and it gives me a freaking headache. I'm yeah. trying to watch a movie. And why? How, how are you going to? Who's ordering fish? You're ordering fucking fish in a theater? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Why would they even put that on the, on the oh. menu? It's a nightmare. All right. Well, you know what? I boycott those theaters. I boycott them. I'll never go to another one. I used to go to the one in Sandy Springs where you could smoke. But no. <laughs> I like that. The LaFont? No. It was a, one of those. It was, it was a, like they, you could eat. They had beer. You could pitch your beer and you could eat. Did you recreate Cape Fear? Counselor! I thought about that movie last week when I was finishing so up good. Feud. I want to watch it again. That's one of my favorites. It's a great yeah. movie. I just watched it again. It was like a, like a month ago. Scorsese did it, right? Yeah. yeah. Film noir. Mm-hmm. Film noir. And you've seen the original. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh-huh. is great, too. Robert Mitchum. I like they made fun of Robert Mitchum on Family Guy. The right. out-of-shape strong man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tuck in my gut. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been a good show. Thank yeah. you. Um, and uh, Jeff, we'll see you next week. Fucking Levi. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say that this week. Because Ira's not swearing. Yeah. It's something. I don't know what. All right. Well, you know, everybody, the whole gang, we want to thank you for listening. And until next week, please remember to keep Keep it it canon. Two Faces Radio.